Today, Glenda Lee Allen Vossler catches up with John Barlow, the Conservative Shadow Minister for Agriculture, Agri-Food and Food Security. How has your summer been going? What have you been up to? Well, it's been a, a busy summer. I've uh, spent a lot of it uh, touring um, different provinces, uh, speaking with producers and stakeholders. Uh, you know, we, we go back to the house here in a couple of weeks or a few weeks, and we want to be you know, pretty up to date and keep our finger on the pulse of what's going on. And, and certainly, uh, you know, still a lot of concerns within within agriculture and producers, but been uh, trying to hit every province as, as we go through. And uh, this week we're uh, we're in Atlantic Canada, uh, hitting the Atlantic Canadian provinces and speaking to uh, producers here. So what kind of issues have you been hearing about from producers? Well, number one, uh, far and away, is, is the uh, fertilizer uh, reduction policy that the Liberals have uh, put through last November. Uh, certainly with what uh, what is occurring in, in the Netherlands and in Sri Lanka, uh, Canadians are starting to pay attention to this, and, and certainly Canadian farmers are paying attention to this. Um, you know, frustrated with uh, with a policy and, and a number that was not based on, you know, really any any consultation or any sound science. Uh, the public consultation ends on August 31st, uh, but it's very clear from um, comments from the Minister of Agriculture, uh, Bebo, and and uh, M- Liberal MP Lloyd Longfield's uh, column in, in the Sun newspapers that they've already made up their mind. Uh, the public consultation is just a farce. They, they are going to move ahead with this 30% uh, reduction in fertilizer use. And this is something that's going to impact, impact not only every single producer, no matter what commodity you grow in Canada, but it's also going to impact every single consumer. If you eat, uh, you'll be impacted, as this will certainly uh, increase grocery prices when we've already seen grocery prices um skyrocket, you know, more than 10% of the results of inflation since June. Uh, so this is just going to make uh, the inflation crisis uh, even worse. The federal agriculture minister came out and said it's a 30% reduction in emissions caused by fertilizer by the end of 2030, that people are getting it confused, that they want to totally reduce fertilizer by 30%, which she says is not the case. She says it's the fertilizer emissions. Well, it's just uh, syntax and semantics. Uh, you can't reduce emissions unless you're reduce, reducing fertilizer use. Um, what they're trying to do, they're, they're, they're in trouble. They realize that this is a policy that is not going over well, certainly with, uh, with Canadian farmers. But uh, consumers are going to start to feel this as well. And they are trying to, uh, you know, try to spin their way out of this. But... There's no alternatives. Uh, and the most frustrating thing, I think, for, for producers and certainly what I've been hearing is it takes no consideration into uh, some of the modern procedures and protocols that are already happening in terms of, uh, you know, for our steward, uh, nutrient stewardship, uh, variable rates, zero till, uh, you know, farmers hire agrologists to ensure that they are um, being as efficient as possible. They are not just, you know, Farming is a business. They want to be efficient, and they their input costs are already, uh, you know, a huge cost. They're not just throwing fertilizer wherever. Uh, we have been reducing fertilizer use for for many years while still improving production. Not a lot of uh, industries can say that. Um, so to to try and spin this without giving farmers any credit for the the great work that they're already doing, I think is where um, the frustration lies. You've actually referenced a study that was done by MNP as far as the the loss in productivity that this could create. 
Yeah, according to MNP, the the impact to the agriculture industry would be $48 billion by 2030. That is going to make farming unsustainable. Um, the Liberals are trying to make this an environmentally sustainability issue, uh, but you can't have environmentalist sustainability unless you are economically sustainable. Um, there's no question this is going to be a massive impact to, to Canadian agriculture uh, financially. But also, when you reduce emissions, the numbers that we've started to see uh, released from some of the, uh, the stakeholder groups and, and uh, CFIB and some of these other um, think tanks is that even though you reduce fertilizer use by 30%, you're going to see a much higher reduction in uh, production. So we're going to see smaller yields. Um, and when you have that, you're going to have... Uh, higher higher prices for those commodities and that's going to go right to uh to the canadian consumer as you mentioned the consultations conclude at the end of august and you want to encourage everybody to take an active role in these consultations absolutely uh we want every producer every farm family to participate in this public consultation but we also want all canadians to participate in this consultation we want them to uh, have their voices heard, that they do not support um, this this uh, policy that is based on uh, green extremism. It is actually going to set farming back as, you know, as an environment. If, if reducing emissions, protecting the environment, protecting your water and your soil is truly your goal, this is the exact wrong way of going about that. You are going to force farmers back into tilling uh, into uh, using chemicals or processes that we haven't used in decades because they're going to have to find other ways to maintain their yields. If not, you're going to see a massive reduction in yields. And this will be, um, you know, in a, in a time of global food insecurity when food security is the number one issue probably on the planet. Uh, and they're going to be looking to Canadian farmers to, to take on uh, additional burdens in terms of feeding not only Canadians but feeding the world. Um, we're, we're not going to be able to we're not going to be able to meet that task or, or be able to meet our potential just because of a very bad, uh, ill-advised activist liberal policy. Heading back to Ottawa on September the nineteenth. Of course, we've we've talked about the discussion and concerns from producers around the federal government's federal emission reduction plan. What are some other key issues that you want to target in the next session? Well, you know, I'm in Atlanta, Canada this week, uh, still discussing the uh, the PI potato issue, uh, still not resolved. I'm talking to producers out here, very frustrated with, uh, with CFIA and, and the, uh, the approach they took. Uh, but just as um, disillusioned, let's say, with the four Liberal MPs on on the island who have done uh, next to nothing to try and uh, you know resolve this issue, but at least be advocates for their constituents. So, you know that that's going to be uh, a major issue. Uh, certainly, uh, the fertilizers is still uh, the fertilizer tariff on uh, on Russian produced uh, fertilizers is still uh, needs to be resolved uh, or discussed. So there's still some issues that uh, that we need to um, that we'll be focused on when we get back in the fall. You know, no matter where I am in the country, no matter what the commodity group is, uh, it's, it's still key. Uh, supply chain issues would be would be another one. Um, 
concern with you know potential rail strikes again next uh, next late fall early winter um, so there are some issues that uh, that we need to focus on for sure I've been talking with John Barlow, the Conservative Shadow Minister for Agriculture, Agri-Food, and Food Security. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Bossler. Thanks, Glendalee. That's it for the Prairie Agwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email to farmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen-Bossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Agwire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network.